Hey, hey, everyone, welcome back to the new episode of Radio Say. You're watching this as a result of the YSA platform. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, lots of thoughts on it, so enjoy. The Lavender Menace syllabus. So, I'm going to make this a very quick um, podcast episode, especially because I just want to move on to the Roe v. Wade overturning very quickly and also because like this is low-key related to that but want to still have a separate episode just dedicated to Depp versus her trial so I actually made a huge like dedication and commitment to completely ignore the trial I did not not want to hear anything to do with it it was a waste of time I thought it kind of showcased a society did not have its priorities unchecked and I was right, 100% correct. Um, and I could say that, like, sounding all snooty, to eat, snobbish, whatever. And I honestly don't care. But that being said, in being, like, someone who tried her best or to ignore this trial, I actually ended up skipping something very important about our current day society. Is that if you choose to not engage in pop culture moments, politics, whatever is most popular, for whatever reason, sure, you can do so at your own wish, but oftentimes your voice can be most important. And I know that sounds so silly and like a little conceited, but here's my like here's my reasoning for this. Is that like as much as I just didn't think it was important because there were so many other things happening at the time. I just, like, there was, like, issues that were happening with, like, Syria. There was issues that were happening, like, around the world. There was still, like, the Ukraine issue, I think, that was happening, like, that was going on. Um, and I actually haven't, like, I don't even know if there's a resolution to that yet. So much has been going on in terms of violence around the world, in terms of, like, issues, like, international affairs that like really like lots of lives are being lost and so I felt as though it was inappropriate to get sucked into um an internet American media storm where that was just focused on a celebrity couple that like was toxic because that's I wrote it off as that I did not take one second to like dissect it because I was like this is two people and we're so obsessed with their personal life and I need something more important to do. But in doing that, I kind of missed the most important part of this case, which is not, it's not just two people like who had a toxic relationship and it's their personal life. Yes, that's true. That is what happened. Yes. But it's also very much a case that's so deeply linked with the rising up again of misogyny and conservative views within American culture. It was such a huge precursor to with the Roe v. versus Wade trial. And so even though I was more focused on saying, God, actually, we should be more concerned about that, like, I didn't take the time or day to really be that focused on the Roe v. versus Wade. Um, but I knew what was happening and I kind of used 
the Rovi versus Wade as like a scapegoat as like a as a way of pointing fingers. So when people ask me why I wasn't that involved in this conversation, it's because I could like, oh yeah, here. But then the thing is is that like I'd hear my peers or hear like friends or whatever, like say, Oh yeah, Amber Heard, she sucks. The fact that she's lying about her relationship, she's horrible. And I'd hear like that, like that pop up that she was a lying and thing and the thing is is that the feminism in me honestly started to doubt herself because i was like mm, like i don't want to ex- appear like extreme feminists and also because i was like for some reason i just need the approval of other not just men but like I, like actually not men like i need the approval of other women but like conservative women, women who are like moderates. Like for some reason, I just need their approval to prove that I'm not a man hating lesbian. Though. Like I'm a different kind of like <laughs> lesbian, like somehow special. Like it's so stupid. It's so dumb. And it's like, I don't even know why. I'm not gonna even like be able to explain to you why. Like what that like itch comes from. I think it's like my passive must be obedient type itch that like has been drummed into me since birth that's still there like <laughs> but like I feel that need to like be approved of or be like you know not viewed as too troublesome or too annoying oh like whatever like <laughs> I don't know what the term is for it but anyways I I was so afraid of the title of becoming a man hating lesbian especially because I hadn't even I was avoiding trials so much just because I did things was dumb. And so then in doing so, like, the problem with someone like me avoiding the trials, so, like, I need to really be sucked into something and then, then develop opinion. Otherwise, my opinion is non-existent and I kind of just go with the boat everywhere. Or I actually start to realize that, like, how often I just don't have a backbone. I just lie. Like, I kind of have this really bad habit of lying about my truth, thoughts, and opinions. I've, perhaps this is, like, the only place where, like, I would have thought about my opinions intensively before I actually speak on it and, like, develop my own thought process, which is probably why I've been, like, delaying most of these podcast episodes because I just haven't had my own opinion in a while um and so it's just like insane to me like the way I messed up and so this is why I say lambda says is best because like basically the idea that Amber like I listened to their podcast and I realized oh sure but I was being such a like a not just a hypocrite but like I literally was like bending over backwards for the approval of like what women who are politically moderate like why like like what what and it makes me question what was my why did I not want to get involved because the thing is is that like I feel like it was definitely one of those heated things that like I was I was scared to have a different opinion on um and I was and I was not only just scared to have a different opinion on it but I was like, like, like terrified, like, and stuff like that. And it's like, I used to do this with the top of abortion, where I used to like, say I don't have an opinion on it. 
because it was just I felt like I would offend everyone no matter where I went because I just didn't want to put in the time and effort into thinking about the topic because like honestly I had such a strong my own opinion on it and like all my own gut reaction to it and I just wouldn't I didn't feel comfortable but anyways people were saying Amber heard like she's horrible and she's lying and like she's a horrible person Depp is like innocent and like I'll say hmm yeah and I'll like I'll feel bad like as I say hmm, yeah like something about it was like off you know what I mean like something was truly just off with the statement that Amber Heard was the one who was lying and had fabricated this whole thing that Johnny Depp was completely innocent but I couldn't pinpoint it because I'm not so I'm someone has to think long for a long time before I can properly say my words like I don't know what it is um just the way my brain has been constructed but essentially it's like I, I yeah I was afraid to think about it I was afraid to get engaged and so what listening to the pod, Lavender Menace podcast episode like helped me understand that like oh this is why I felt like so grossly uncomfortable whenever people like talked badly about Amber Heard and said that she was the one at fault and the thing is is that like I then like see like because you know when you have like you, you know how TikTok kind of knows who you're friends with and so they'll probably like share similar content on your page so, so I was seeing like 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 pages of like people saying like oh yeah this is proof that Amber Heard is not like telling the truth and then like there was this one video where like Johnny Depp, the prosecutor, like the he's defending his lawyer, his lawyer, the one he had hired, like showed the knife that Amber Heard got for uh, Johnny Depp's birthday, and I remember watching that video and everyone in the conversation like, yeah, like this is an insult to any woman who has been a victim of domestic violence because she'll never do that. And I was like, oh no, I, and like my heart went out. I was like, oh no, I don't want to like be insulting to victims of domestic violence you know what I mean but and I was also confused by the knife um and I was like you like hinge onto that I was get those little bits of information I really started to doubt myself because I didn't have like a good explanation for any of my feelings and I didn't want to like run head into things but now I'm starting to but then I started to realize oh sure but perhaps I should have gotten involved or at least, or at least, if I wasn't going to be involved, I should have actually put where my money, put my money where my mouth is, or at least put some work into the things I supposedly thought was so much more important. Because of course, this crisis that was happening, and like all, all these countries were horrible and like horrific and needed attention. But was I actually putting that much effort into spreading awareness about these issues? No, I wasn't putting zilch. I was probably, like, posting once in a while, like, an infographic or a like to TikTok video or whatever. Like, I didn't put any effort into, like, showing my support. And I would, yet that somehow was my escape gate or scapegoat. Like, oh, I care about those things more than this Amber Heard crowd. No, I didn't. Like, which sounds so, so immoral and horrible. But, like, if I truly cared, I, like, clearly, like my actions were not behind my so-called statements and that's a matter of the fact um and but i i, I wish i could remember what 
what was going through my brain at the time, or at least what was I, I was experiencing. Uh, do you remember May just being a somewhat pretty happy month for me? Because it was my birthday month. And so maybe I was just selfishly... Like, it, it can, can feel selfish to, like, disengage from the internet. Because I was going to say selfishly away from politics. You know what I mean? Um, but I also know that I posted, like, quite a few podcast episodes that month. You know? So it's very interesting to see what, what has happened. Um, but, yeah. I don't know. I just think it's interesting. Confusing. And I can't, I wish I could perfectly remember what my whole process was at the time. But I guess, like, basically what the the Deb and her versus Heard trial showed us is that misogyny is supposedly okay again. Because they very much used it as a way to dogpile on um, Amber Heard. And I think kind of the, it kind of showcased the irony of this question why didn't you go to the police? Why didn't you, like, like get like support or, or get a lawyer, or whatever? And sometimes your abuser just has more power, more attention, more love, is more likable, is more liked than you. And going and Amber Heard had to relive her trauma, and then get made fun of her and told that she was a liar. You know what I mean? And the thing is, is that there's people who genuinely believe she lied. So this is going to be, like, a difficult conversation to have with those people. But, like, I personally, like, seeing the way that women are treated in the court system, I would never try to, like, or I feel definitely feel less motivated to try to go legally up against against my abusers if I were to ever have, like, any abusers, which, God forbid, but obviously... I say God forbid just because it's like something I've done as a child, not because I actually believe that like that can stop anything. Because at the end of the day, it's just a random person deciding that you're the next target for whatever random reason. You know what I mean? That's the worst thing about abusers is that like, not the worst thing, but like the thing about abusers is that they pick, they pray. You The prey don't get chosen. Or the, or the prey don't say, hey, I want to be picked, like, you know what I mean, and it's a very false assumption to be made, that that's somehow, like, you know what I mean, like, I don't know how to explain it, but basically, abusers pick who they're going to abuse, and it's never the person who's the victim wanting to be abused, you know what I mean, and to suggest that that's the case is so dumb, um, and to suggest that there's, like, key people, key point reasons as to why some people don't go through it is like and other people don't it's like so dumb it's literally just because someone picked you and like it's literally just that you know what I mean so all as when I say god forbid it's just like it's like a it's like a small thing I do to feel like in control <laughs> so sorry if, if, if I did offend any victims of abuse i just wanted to like let people know that i feel incredibly powerless in our society and i feel like me and my tiny computer (laughs) and my ability to read write and speak is like what's like the worst power of god (laughs) and so you know god use it when you can (laughs) if you can um but besides going into dark territory (laughs) 
or interpersonal fears. Um, I think the thing is, is that like, with the situation is that it's so like ridiculous how much hatred she got, you know what I mean? And it's like, of course, Johnny Depp, who has been famous and has more money than her, had a better lawyer than her. Like, you know what I mean? Of course. Like, that's so dumb, you know what I mean? Like, of course, you know what I mean? Like, he was kind of set up to win. He had decades of female fans who were obsessed with him. And he had tons of men who were tired of being called out on their bullshit and were used to, like, having misogyny uphold them and keep them in this web of safety to allow them to be horrible abusers and somehow act as if someone else is the abuser. Like, of course, Johnny Depp was able to, like, like be like, oh, by the way, this is abuse. And the thing is, is that there's so much information around the topic as well. Because so many people would be like, no, the trial was about whether or not Amber Heard abused um, Johnny Depp. And it's like, turns out the trial was whether or not like, there was proof that Johnny Depp had abused Amber Heard. There was proof. And so what the purpose of the trial was to say that Amber Heard should not be allowed to defame Johnny Depp's name. The thing is, is that when Amber Heard came forward about being abused, she didn't say Johnny Depp's name. People just put two and two together because they had been dating within the time frame that she had, like, mentioned it. Or, like, you know what I mean? And so what the trial reveals is that because of the the fact that the trial favored johnny it kind of sets a precedence for basically victims in the future to be not allowed to come forward and and speak at all even if they don't mention their abuser's name which is like ridiculous absolutely ridiculous and it's actually really concerning and people so caught up, especially, like, okay, I don't want to say especially women, but, like, it's interesting just because, like, women will be impacted in it. But, like, anyways, people and men won't be impacted by this, at least not as much because of our patriarchal society. But, like, it's interesting to watch how people were caught up in the hatred of Amber Heard, even to their own detriment. That's what I'm trying to say. And so, because the way this trial has gone, especially with public opinion and stuff like that, and even what has actually occurred in a trial, is that, like, it could res- it could set a precedence, a precedence, I'm not sure how to say it, but, like, <laughs> it could set, like, a future ideals and standard for people to, like, re- like relate to and, like, refer to as, like, hey, this lady should not be able to mention that she got abused at all. You know what I mean? And stuff like that. And so I understand why people viewed it as like a, trying to prove who abused too, because a lot of the evidence being used was to, was to suggest that it was an equally toxic relationship. So for Amber Heard to bring it to the public forum as she, as her being the sole victim, was unfair to Johnny Depp, even if Johnny, even if Amber Heard didn't mention Johnny's Depp's name. It's a, she, she's not allowed to talk publicly about a toxic relationship. That's basically what the trial was about. And so, like, and so it's so interesting. First of all, it should not have been filmed, obviously. I think filming it made it worse, of course. But, you know, 
of course in the society it's like a woman's trauma is going to be filmed and broadcasted and then only for it to be made fun of and not like believed you know what i mean and so and people use a lot i saw a lot of misogynistic like when a lot of misogyny both within men and women kind of like use johnny depp as like a symbol like see men can be abused too you know what i mean and so like see see like this is fair but in a relationship where there's such an unfair power dynamic even it like it just means that what's more likely is that amber heard wasn't the perfect victim she was a victim who got angry sometimes she was a victim who fought back at times she was a victim who tried to defend herself at times she was a victim who had outbursts at times because she is in a cycle of abuse where the power advantage and the power imbalance is always favored towards him and so even if at times she reacts negatively on an unhealthy manner he will always be the primary abuser and there's no really such thing as like as an equally toxic relationship like like those because usually people who are toxic don't really find each other i don't know how to say this but like when abusers won't try to get with someone who can equally abuse them into a relationship with that abusers will always look for someone who has less power than them in some sort of way so that they can exert their abuse onto that person if amber heard was truly seeking to abuse john depp or had an abuser tendencies she would have seeked someone who had less power than her so it's more likely is that the relationship wasn't toxic it was rather she wasn't the perfect victim and like lambda menace put it so succinctly and to the point that honestly i feel a little bit of shame for not being able to explain why i felt so uncomfortable when people would say um amber heard was like what's when is like somehow wrong but the thing is i didn't defend her and i didn't have the words to defend it and i feel like i just need to build my own education and take the time to just honestly read more books like i need to stop with the fan fiction and pick up a dictionary okay not a dictionary but like pick up more political theory because i feel like i've been really good so far like learning more about racism but i'm not nearly nowhere near as good at learning about sexism or homophobia and like i must say i slack in those areas i'm horribly slacking in those areas and so i don't know what it is but yeah <laughs> that's my fun take i can't believe it's only like one video is it really truly one video but um not video but one like clip um audio clip i have here but yeah thank you so much for listening that's my hot take on the drop and let me know what your thoughts but please note this trial definitely led into Roe v. Wade and it was very much connected into it. And I'll discuss more of that in the Roe v. Wade episode. That brings us to an end of this episode. Everything that I'm speaking about is linked down below. And I really hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. And let me know what your thoughts are. I'll be linking out socials in the description below. Until next time, ciao.